0: How do folks? My name is James Taylor and I'm the curate in the central hub of Church Wigan. It's a pleasure to be able to reflect with you today as part of the Looking Beyond, Seeing Deeper series. Today we'll be exploring what it means to be trained to do a job and then being sent out to do that job. To do this I'll be using my experience as a guard at the Ravenglass and Estale Railway and a passage from Scripture, 2 Kings chapter 2 verses 1 to 14. Let's read that passage together now. I'm using the NRSVA translation. Now when the Lord was about to take Elijah up to heaven by a whirlwind, Elijah and Elisha were on their way from Gilgal. Elijah said to Elisha, Stay here, for the Lord has sent me as far as Bethel. But Elisha said, As the Lord lives and as you yourself live, I will not leave you. So they went down to Bethel. The company of prophets who were in Bethel came out to Elisha and said to him, Do you know that today the Lord will take your master away from you? And he said, Yes, I know. Keep silent. Elijah said to him, Elisha, stay here, for the Lord has sent me to Jericho. But he said, As the Lord lives, and as you yourself live, I will not leave you. So they came to Jericho. The company of prophets who were at Jericho drew near to Elisha and said to him, Do you know that today the Lord will take your master away from you? And he answered, Yes, I know. He's silent. Then Elijah said to him, Stay here, for the Lord has sent me to the Jordan. But he said, As the Lord lives, and as you yourself live, I will not leave you. So the two of them went on. Fifty men of the company of prophets also went and stood at some distance from them as they were both standing by the Jordan. Then Elijah took up his mantle and rolled it up and struck the water. The water was parted to one side and to the other until the two of them crossed on dry ground. When they had crossed, Elijah said to Elisha, Tell me what I may do for you before I am taken from you. Elisha said, please. Let me inherit a double share of your spirit. He responded, You have asked a hard thing. Yet, if you see me as I am being taken from you, it will be granted you. If not, it will not. As they continued walking and talking, a chariot of fire and horses of fire separated the two of them, and Elijah ascended into a whirlwind into heaven. Elisha kept watching and crying out, Father! Father, the chariots of Israel and its horsemen. But when he could go no longer see him, he grasped his own clothes and tore them in two pieces. He picked up the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him and went back and stood on the bank of the Jordan. He took the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him and struck the water, saying, Where is the Lord, the God of Elijah? When he had struck the water... The water parted to the one side and to the other, and Elisha went over. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. For as long as I can remember, I have loved railways, especially heritage steam locomotives. And growing up, I wanted to work at a heritage railway. Most heritage railways in the mid-2000s only let you volunteer when you were 16 or over and you could only be involved with operational duties when you were 18. On a visit to the Raven and Estelle Railway or Lal Ratty as it's affectionately known in 2006 I got talking to one of the volunteer guards. They invited me to come volunteering the next day as an assistant guard. This was a dream come true. Not only would I be volunteering at a heritage railway but it was the world famous Ratti which had also been immortalised in the railway series by the Reverend W. Audrey. For a young boy who had grown up with Thomas and friends, this was the closest you could ever get to going to the island of Sodor. I was 13 at the time, which meant for three years, when I went volunteering, I had to be supervised as a trainee by an adult, and I wasn't allowed to be operationally responsible for the train and its passengers. Over the years, as I put the hours in, and learnt the craft of guarding from a multitude of wise and enthusiastic volunteers, who in time also became my friends, and on the 15th of August 2009, 11 years ago today, and after three years unofficial training and two weeks official training, I took my guarding exam. If I passed, I would be allowed to go out solo as a guard on the ratty. In our passage from 2 Kings chapter 2 verses 1-14, to we encounter the prophet Elijah and his servant, his trainee, Elisha. After encountering God on Mount Horeb in 1 Kings 19, Elijah goes to find Elisha. He does so in a field and puts his mantle, a piece of fabric like a shawl, over him. This mantle symbolises Elisha's new role as a servant to Elijah as well as marking Elisha out as a future prophet. Elisha accepts this new role and goes with the prophet. For the rest of the book of 1 Kings, and the first chapter of 2 Kings, we don't hear much of Elijah and Elisha until we come to our passage today, the day when the Lord will take Elijah away from Elisha. This seems to be the worst kept secret in all of ancient Israel, as wherever Elijah and Elisha go... Local prophets tell Elisha that his master is going to be taken away from him. Each time he tells them to be silent, and each time Elijah tries to dissuade Elisha from following him. Why are the two friends, the prophet and the trainee, trying to avoid this? Perhaps Elijah is trying to spur Elisha the pain of parting. Perhaps Elijah is testing Elisha's resolve. Will he follow his master to the unknown, where the supernatural power of the Lord and the natural world meet? Or perhaps the two of them were waiting for the right moment, the moment when Elisha finishes his training and becomes Elijah's successor. This moment comes when the two are alone on the opposite side of the Jordan, Elijah having split the water with his mantle so they could get across. Elijah asks Elisha what he can do for him before he leaves. Elisha doesn't ask for money or any material, rather a double share in Elijah's spirit. Legally in ancient Israel, the firstborn son would get a share in the father's inheritance, which would denote he then had responsibility to provide for the vulnerable and needy in the family. For Elijah, the needy and vulnerable he has responsibility for are those in the northern kingdom of, the, of ancient Israel. Elisha is volunteering to take on that responsibility and to have a double portion in his spirit is to ask for the tools for that ministry. Elijah cannot grant this request, only God can. As such, if Elisha is able to watch Elijah being taken up to heaven, he shall have a share in Elijah's spirit. Elisha is indeed able to watch where and he takes up elijah's mantle elisha strikes the jordan and it parts showing him and the world that god has granted the request and elisha is able to go solo and undertake the ministry of a prophet each and every one of us has a ministry a job that god calls us to we may be aware of what that calling is or we may be like Elisha and need someone else to direct us to what God is calling us to do. Like Elisha and myself at Ravenglass, we needed to spend time and need to spend time in training with those who have done the job before us. This not only trains us for the job in hand, but enables us to build relationships that will nourish and support us in our work and ministry. Just as Elijah supported Elisha, and my friends at the ratty supported me finally we need to be willing to take on the ministry or job is the job god is asking us to do elisha wanted to follow elijah and become a prophet i wanted to be a guard at the raven Glass and Esther railway and it was that willingness to service which god honored in the time of elijah and elisha and still honors today i did pass my guard's exam 11 years ago today The photo shows the board, the train's operating orders, with my name on the sheet as guard, my first trip going solo. I've had the most wonderful 11 years guarding trains in the beauty of the Cumbrian coast and England's highest mountains. Over the years, I've also been able to share my faith with people at the railway, and I've been asked to pray into situations my friends and colleagues have found themselves in even though I started volunteering at Ravenglass because I wanted to play trains, God has used that space and me and turned it into a ministry in its own right. It just goes to show that God does call us into things we want to do, as well as those things that are currently hidden from us. I hope that encourages you in your own call to ministry, whether it's doing a hobby you love or being called as a prophet. In the end, they all bring glory to God, And at the end of your training even though it might be your name on a sheet you're never really going to be going solo as the god who made you loves you and calls you and is always by your side let's end our time together in prayer across church wigan the diocese of liverpool and with christians all over the world let's say the lord's prayer together in whatever form or language brings us closer to god our father which art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive them that trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom the power and the glory For ever and ever. Amen. Thank you for your time today friends. And may God bless us and be with us. Today and always.